0: in a cold and crowded stall mirror of the Father's glory lies beside her in the straw he is mercy's incarnation marvel at this miracle For the Virgin gently holds the glorious impossible. Mm -hmm. Love has come to walk on water, turn the water into wine, touch the left the children, a love both human and divine. Praise the wisdom of the Father who has spoken through His Son. Speaking still, He calls us to the Salvation and His righteousness is ours. Praise, oh praise Him! Praise the glory of this lavish grace so full. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. It's another day in God's presence. Thank you for joining us uh, as usual. Uh, that was Bill Githia. Uh, uh, and I think those, you have two, or, two of those uh, men are his children. So just presenting that song, um, Glorious Impossible. beautiful song there. Thank you very much for joining in. So let's say a word of prayer uh, before we go straight into the study. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity to come and learn at your feet again. Uh, Lord, we ask, Lord, as we go into your word, shine your light upon these letters. Uh, Let us see the life behind the letters in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you will speak through me, Lord. uh, Anoint these lips of clay to speak the word of truth and the word of life in the name of Jesus. And at the end, Lord, we'll be better Christians, we'll be better human beings in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Uh, Last week we treated chapter 4 of uh, the book of uh, Acts of Apostles. Uh, It's been great. Uh, we got a number of revelations and a number of uh, interesting stuff from chapter 4 uh, because we have just 30 minutes today so uh, let me just quickly uh, let's get straight into the business Acts chapter 5 and it started with a very interesting story okay let me share let me share my screen uh, then let me share my screen for this part so I'm going to use new version uh, if we need to get other versions uh, we'll use Bible works I love Bible works because Bible works automatically shows you um the Greek meaning you can just do a number of study and ask commentary beside it, a lot of things you can do with Bible works, but let's let's go because uh let's not go so too deep. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to finish chapter five today. I really wish we can finish chapter five today. So we started with a very interesting story of Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, a lot of us are familiar with that story, so uh maybe I'll just pick a few verses uh, that will zoom in there. Certain man that talking about that. So, what led to this was the church at that time uh, was filled with people that had lands and houses, sold it and brought it to the apostles' feet to be for it to be distributed. So, that was what that was the last verse. In fact, the the, uh, uh, the Bible specially acknowledged a a man nicknamed uh, Barabbas, Uh, his name, his nickname was Barnabas. Showing uh, that meaning, son of encouragement. Okay, let me share Bible works so that we just read that last verse. Just give me a moment, okay? So the last verse of Acts chapter four, Uh okay, verse thirty-six. For instance, there was Joseph, one of whom, the one who, the apostles nicknamed Barnabas, meaning which means son of encouragement. So we said, oh, yes, there are even nicknames in the Bible awesome. And some of, some of us will, will almost think that people that have nicknames these days are devil incarnates. So, it was of the tribe of Levi and it's, he, had an, he had an island. He uh, came from the island of Cyprus. He had it, but he owned it, a tract of land or a field. And he sold it and brought his the money to the apostles. So that was what uh, ended the last chapter. So, could, that will give us a premise to what led Ananias and Sapphira to do the same. I mean, you saw someone do something or give a testimony in church Oh, this was the step of faith I took, and they wanted to take the same step of faith. I mean, there's nothing bad in that. So, uh, but there was a certain man named Ananias, with his wife Saphira, sold some property. These guys are big boys. They had properties. They had lands. They had houses. They're not. They were not struggling. So he brought part of the money to the apostles. Then it was the full amount. That was it. Nobody is forcing you to do anything in the church. Nobody is saying you must bring the complete money you sold. He sold some of his properties. They even sell all his properties. So some nobody, nobody's fighting you. But the the, the the issue here is claiming it was a full amount with his wife's consent. <laughs> and that's it. I think that's the <laughs> that's the main thing there. Um I think our wife should be uh, the first people to tell us if we are doing wrongly, they should be the first people to tell us to marry a woman who can um, or if a wife you able to tell your husband, no uh, uh, that's wrong uh, um, I think I won't I, I switch the message and just give an analogy and say, what if Adam had told Eve, I love you but you are wrong, mm-hmm. most of the times you feel that people who love us have to agree with everything we're doing. And that's the problem I have even with um, nowadays Christians, uh, 21st century Christians. We, we just, people generally these days just feel that everybody that disagree with you um, don't like you or they're not on your side. That is not an excuse. That doesn't mean they're not on your side. The fact that I can tell you, I'm bold enough to tell you, no, that is wrong, doesn't mean I'm not on your side. So with his wives, Consent. He kept the rest. So let's go ahead. Um, okay, this is even NLT. Let's go. Uh, then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of your money. Um, the, prop- the property was yours to sell or not to sell as you wished after selling it. The money was yours to give away. I mean, nobody is forcing you to do anything. Why did you lie to us? So you weren't lying to us, but to God. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell down and died everyone who heard about it was terrified. Now, 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 if it was, if it was the days of this uh, generation of uh, social media guys that trended on Twitter, that pastor killed a member because he refused to bring his money to the church. I mean, we, we really go deep into some of these reasons. Nobody, The money is just to keep. Nobody is forcing you. And these days, you know, the issue of type, there was a time it really trended a lot, especially in this part of the world. Uh, we had to do a whole a lot of teaching on that. Uh, that's when it, it was actually very obvious that a lot of us were not really as um, conversant, uh, let me say, uh, we're not really as taught as, uh, as we should have been. A lot of people fell for that heresy. So let's go, Um, verse 6. Then some young men, they wrapped him, they went to bury him. Three hours later, his wife, not knowing what happened, came, confirmed the story. And they wanted to test the spirit of the Lord, like uh, that's verse 9. And verse 10, she died immediately. Uh, She died as well. Uh, And they carried her. So fear gripped, verse 11, fear gripped the entire church for everyone who heard what happened. Okay, verse 12. The apostles performed many miraculous signs among among many people. All the believers were meeting regularly at regularly at the temple in an area known as Solomon's Colonnade, uh, but no one dared join them, even though all the people had high regard for them. Why would people not join them? I think we've said that at the beginning of this study that they were seen as a sect within Judaism. We're still going to go into that in this chapter. Uh, yet more and more people believed and were brought to the Lord. Crowds, both men and women, as a result, the apostles walk. Uh, as a result of the apostles' walk, sick people were brought out on the streets, on beds and mats, so that Peter's shadow might fall across some of them as he went by. The crowd came from village around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those possessed by evil spirits, and they were all healed. Great works. And I want to tell us now, if the Lord is using you for great works, just expect opposition. That's it. And that's that's just uh, what's opening the next uh, uh, part of this chapter. Great works they were doing. The Lord was using this young church. I mean, miracles were happening. Signs were happening. We dare not even lie to them. And people that talked about uh, tights being, being an Old Testament thing, uh, it's not a tight session. So I won't really go deep in. Uh, the Old Testament says you should bring 10%, or New Testament, someone that brought 100%, I mean, someone that didn't bring 100% and lied or 100% died. So I would go into really, really New Testament teachings, uh, New Testament givings. I mean, the New Testament guys give much more than the Old Testament guys. I can tell you that, especially at the beginning of the church. Uh, I think I said it uh, at the beginning of this lecture as well, you can check uh, part one of part two of this of this teaching. Um, the early church, the, the first church in the Old Testament was like it was the nation of Israel. How were they funded? The Lord caused the Egyptians to give them everything they asked, the asked for vessels of gold, of silver and all kind. But well, how was the New Testament church founded? The members themselves gave into the <laughs> into the ministry. The Old Testament church collected from the Egyptians and that, that was the beginning of their world. that was how the, the church was founded. So don't tell if you're telling me about New Testament giving is actually deeper, it's actually more tasking than the Old Testament giving. So <coughs> let's go, excuse me, please. Um, verse 17: the high priest and the and his officials who were Sadducees were filled with jealousy. That's it. Underline that the, the high priests and the officials who were, I mean, the the high priest and his officials who were Sadducees were filled with jealousy. Why were the Sadducees filled with jealousy? Um to, weeks ago we talked about, I explained the difference between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Sadducees don't actually believe in resurrection of the dead but they they are also a sect within Judaism. So the issue is, for the high priest, is that the Sadducees and the Pharisees are enough enough uh, permit me to use the word wahala. They are enough trouble already for him. Uh, The zealots are there. Those ones are like uh, the Boko Haram of these days or they just they kill in the name of God. So there are so many sects uh, coming up. So there were in enough trouble for him. He doesn't want to start another. So it's not just about the Jesus in quotes. He doesn't just want another sect in Judaism. So the Sadducees, these guys were talking about a Jesus who, who just died, rose again, and through the Holy Spirit is causing all these things to happen. So the Sadducees who has been teaching for ages that there's no resurrection of the dead, Definitely were threatened, so they were that's why they were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles, put them in public jail. But an angel of the Lord came at night, opened the gates of the jail, and brought them out. And then told them, Go to the temple and give the, the people this message of life. I mean, God has a sense of humor. How will you go? Someone arrested someone, you know, it's kind of annoying. Someone arrested you, I know, mean, you arrested someone, and before you know it someone just set them up free. And he said, okay, guys, what they arrested you for. Go and start doing it again. I mean, it's, it's good just as a sense of humor. So, so at daybreak, day the apostles entered the temple as they were told and immediately began teaching. When the high priest and the officials arrived, they conveyed uh, the high council, full, the full assembly of elders of Israel. And look at it. This is the full assembly of the elders of Israel. Elders of Israel. Then they sent for the apostles to be brought from the jail for trial. But the temple guards went to the jail. But when the temple guards went to the jail, the men were gone. So they returned to the council and, and reported the jail was securely locked. I mean, God has a sense of humor. So <coughs> it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how men lock you up. The, the Bible says he opened the gates and they came out. But the men saw the gate locked. It's not as if he opened the gate and locked it back as in maybe the apostles went through the walls or through the barriers, which means there's no barrier man sets that God cannot prove you through. Someone has set a barrier and said, this is the maximum you can do in life. This is the maximum you can go. There is no barrier that the Lord will not break for his word to come to pass. But when they, they said the jail was securely locked, the guards were standing outside. The guards were not asleep. They were still outside. But when we opened the gates, no one was there. Wow, God has a sense of humor. When the, couple, when the captain of the guards and the leading priest heard this, they were perplexed, wondering where it will all end, like <laughs> what a the magic. Then someone arrived with startling news. The men you put in jail are standing in the temple teaching the people. The captain went with his temple with the temple guards and arrested the apostles. Now watch this, but without violence, for they were afraid the people would stone them. Wait, 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 calm down. The apostles were teaching in the temple, they were teaching Judasia, the Jews, people, they were teaching Christians. Let me use that word. They were teaching church members. And when the chief priest was going to arrest them, they were scared that this church, these church members who are, who are seeing miraculous works happening who stoned them. I mean, this church was us <laughs> they, like <laughs> these guys were something else. Like, they were scared that these same believers sacrificed people who stoned them. So, then they brought apostles so in twenty-seven. seminar. Then they brought apostles before the high council, where the chief, where the high priest confronted them. We gave you strict orders never to teach in this man's name, he said. He said, you feel all Jerusalem with teaching about him. You want. And you want to make us responsible for his death. When I read this, I'm like, but when you were saying release Barabbas and crucify him a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, when Pilate was asking them, who should who I leave? Because they, uh, someone must get a presidential pardon. The whole, if uh, people were they were being mot- I mean, motivated and ginger to say, crucify that guy, crucify that guy. Yes, let the death be on us. <laughs> he let his death be on us and our children now a few months later <laughs> they are saying why do, you, why do you want to make us responsible for his death in fact by way Peter, <laughs> that's why I will first remind them but you guys are claiming, shouting that let, let his death be on you guys Or oh, watch this for oh, Peter replied, we must obey God rather than any human authority Number one, Peter recognized that they were the authority. These were elders. Last week, yeah, I think it was the last week or two weeks ago, we talked about the way Peter started his sermon versus the way Stephen will start his. We'll, go to, we'll get to Stephen next week. Peter started with our elders and rulers. He understood that they were authorities, even though human, but these authorities understood that the authority of God is even higher than theirs. So if you understand the audience or the people Peter was talking to here, Now, verse 30, this is very significant. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead after you killed him by hanging him on a cross. The God of our ancestors, the elders, they understood that the God of the the ancestors could do this. So Peter is just massaging their ego and trying to at at the same time make his point. He didn't just... Point and there I say, you people are killers and murderers. The God of our ancestors, except you, I please don't believe that we have ancestors or, or this God of our ancestors is able to do this. So the God of our ancestors brought him back to the verse 31, 31 now. Then God put him in high places, God put him in the high place of honor at his right hand as a prince and savior. He did this so the people of Israel will repent of their sins and be forgiven. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, who is given by God to those who obey Him. Thirty-three. And when they heard this, the high council was furious and decided to kill them. But one member, a Pharisee, I told you that Pharisees believe in the in the in the uh, 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 resurrection of the dead. Pharisees believe in that. So, a Pharisee named Gamaliel. A Pharisee, where is it? A Pharisee named Gamaliel who was an expert in religious law. An expert in religious law and respected by all the people. Now, if these guys had not um, respected the elders, if these people had not Um, shown that the elders these are elders of our people someone who is respected by all will not be able will not have mouth to plead their case so when we are in front of people like this we should know how to plead our cause so stood up and ordered the men sent outside the council chamber for a while I'll come back to this so when this decision was going to be made, he sent the men out of the council chambers. And this was discussed. He sent to his colleagues, men of Israel, take care what you're planning to do to these men. Some time ago, there was a fellow, Thaddeus, who pretended to be someone great. About 400 others joined him, but he was killed. He was killed by who? Probably by these same people. So these guys have a reputation of killing anybody who claims to be Messiah or who claims to be great. I mean, they have a reputation of killing. Okay, who was killed? But you say by who? But well, I don't want to go into extra facts. But let's just stick with this because of time. And all his followers went their various ways. The whole movement, the whole movement, came to nothing. After him, at the same, at the time of the census, that's when Jesus was born. The time of the census was when. Um, um um Joseph went to be counted and Jesus was born and da, 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 da. there was Judas of Galilee he got people to follow him but was killed too and all his followers were scattered okay so my advice' not scrolling okay yeah so we're almost almost anyways. so my advice is to leave these men alone let them go if they are planning this merely on their own, it will soon be overthrown. And one of my mentors uh, told me a couple of days ago that um, just wait for God to announce you. If God announces you, don't worry, nobody can stop you. If like, I mean, if this thing is of God, it will, is it, but if it is from God, you will not even be able to overthrow them. There's nothing anybody will do if you're from God to be overthrown. See, the plan of God is like a continuum. It's a line. It's a straight line. In between the plans, it puts people. So the plan of God cannot change. Even when people, when people that he chooses uh, are careless and make mistakes and do stops, the plan of God is that he will put another person. That plan will, will be realized. So if it is, if you're in the will of God, if you're in the plan of God, nothing anybody does will overthrow them, will overthrow you. Now watch this the others accepted his fight. so, in a, okay, 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 okay. You may even find yourselves fighting against God. The, other, the others accepted his advice. May you find a Gamaliel to plead your case in times like this. So the others accepted his advice. They called in the apostles and had them flogged. Hello. Now, this, this is just pure leadership. The the apostles may even have thought that if it was some of us, that it was Gamaliel, because they were not there. They didn't know what happened. They went outside. The guy stood up, told them to go outside, then told them to come in and, had, and said they should be flogged. They will be, if it was today's church, will be raising prayer points against Gamaliel. Gamaliel should die. Gamaliel should, the AOs of heaven should go and deal with him now, 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 now. Whereas, it was the one that pleaded their cause that reduced their sentence from death to flogging. Most of the times, the people we think are our enemies are actually the ones pleading our causes. Most of the times, the, the little bit of challenge we see or we experience is, uh, uh, the little challenge we experience is now, we we, we, we just see it as, oh, is this person that caused the Whereas it was the the uh, 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 how do I say it now? It was the 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 fact that the person came into that stuff that actually made your your challenge to be that small or that a, a little. It, the person actually saved the, the intervention. I mean, the, the intervention of such a person actually made you not to even face as much firing squad as you should have faced. So now watch this. Watch their attitude. Then they ordered them never to speak in the name of Jesus again and let them go. The apostles left the eye council rejoicing that God had counted them worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. Rejoicing that because for the sake of Jesus, I'm suffering disgrace. The apostles left uh, okay, and every day in the temple from house to house he continued to teach and preach this message. Jesus is the Messiah. That's the good news. That's the gospel we are to preach. But not to preach any culture, any dogma, any... That's just it. Jesus is the Messiah. And if you can see, a lot of, a lot of things we, we've, we've col- colored with cultures and secretisms and here and there in the gospel, the good news is just simple jesus is the messiah jesus is lord that's all that's the good news okay so that's the end of chapter five uh thankfully we we actually um we did it uh just five minutes to the end of the uh of the session Uh, thank you very much uh I know that is just coming in uh, we thought it's 8 o'clock. We had to do 7.30 today, but next week, it will be 8 o'clock. Just for some logistics reasons, Uh, we had to do 7.30 to 8 today. Uh, So please, if you have questions, uh, type it out in the chat section. Ask your question. Or if you're on Facebook, you have questions. Let me see if I've got a question on Facebook. If you have questions on Facebook, just type it out uh, before I say the closing prayers and then we close for the day. Uh, remember also that it's going to be on uh, podcasts. Uh, we use Anchor, but that's Just search for that on any of your podcasts. You're going to get uh, uh, to listen to the audio. So, in the absence of any question, uh, I think we just say the closing prayers. Uh, next week, we'll get to chapter six. Uh, and I can tell you, chapter six is a, another very interesting chapter that uh, you and I will want to be or want to uh, get in there. Uh, chapter six is just what I've been, uh, uh, it's, it's actually loads of politics happening in the church and things like that. We'll, we'll look at chapter six next week. Okay, in the absence of any question, I'm going to post the, the audio, uh, that's the podcast. I'll post it on the WhatsApp group so you can get it. But just or search for Tuluta Talker on any of the podcast platforms. Uh, you will see it there. Okay, let's say a word of prayers uh, before we go for today. Father, we thank you for this session. Thank you for this opportunity. Lord, we ask that as we depart, Lord, these words will take root in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we'll preach your word with boldness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Pray, Amen, Amen. Thank you very much, guys. Have a wonderful evening. Bye.